0: Like so many others, who you are is largely a result of your past. We have so many positive and not so positive experiences that we start to doubt ourselves and our place in this world. Let the healing process start now. Welcome to Shift Happens with Karin Weary, Ida Serena Lee, and John Kennedy. When you start to focus on healing from the inside out, you'll learn so much more about your own health, your well-being, and your state of mind. Once you've started on that, the rest gets a little bit easier every day. Now, here is your host, Karin Weary, and this week's co-host...
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Shift Happens, and talk about shift happening in the world. 2020 has been something else, (laughs) and because of that, well, always on uh, Shift Happens, we are always talking about transformation and what are some things that you can do to uh, implement into your daily life that will make these shifts happen to get you to a place that will benefit you and the more that you feed yourself whether it's healthy food or good physical activity or good mindset that will shine out and that will uh, affect everything in your life that will make it better you will be a better support for the people around you and you will be, have, be healthy, you'll have energy and all kinds of good things, which we need in order to live our best life. So, today I have my beautiful co host, Ida Sereno Lee, who is our biohacking queen. Hello, <laughs> Ida.
2: How are you? What are you guys doing? I'm doing so great. I'm so happy to be here today and bring solutions to our uh, current problems that have to do with stress and all the situation that is going on from COVID and everything else. I don't want to be mentioning over and over the same thing, but you know how we're doing, you know? And we need any tip that we can get in order to help us, you know, deal with the stress and and, and go beyond and be able to still go forward in life, no matter what's going on in our life. So that's why I invited Ms. Michelle Barriel. She's an author, speaker, a heating therapist and she also, uh, is, uh, wait a minute. Yeah, she's also a speaker and a healer. Okay, and she's gonna give us tips on how to deal with the stress that we're going through right now, how we can manage the stress, how we can go through the stress, and what tips and tools we have in us and in our daily life that can help us deal with it in a better way, in a more positive way.
3: So, how are you doing, Miss Michelle? Great. Thank you for inviting me. I really appreciate this opportunity to speak to your audience. And especially in this time, as you just said, a lot of chaos going on in our world. And uh, we definitely need to use our inner tools, our inner resources to be able to help ourselves to feel more positive every day, despite what we see on the news and despite what we hear on our radio channels. So this is a place that I'm glad to be participating in this type of venue that offers solutions to people um, rather than focusing on the problem, we need to find the solution. That's how I feel, too. Yes. Amen to that. Oof, yes. Let me tell you,
1: I'm done with the problems.
3: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
2: So, so tell um, us a little bit about your background. You know,
3: uh, What brought you to this kind of topic? I actually, um, I initially, my career was in um, travel and tourism. And that was fun. And then I, when I purchased my first house, I actually got involved with the real estate industry and learning about um, selling and buying of homes. And I started actually to, I was licensed. I became also a mortgage broker. So I learned about the financing aspect. I helped myself get through my first home purchase and so on. And um, 20 years later, <laughs> I my life shifted as you're talking about. So the shift happened for me when um, I was going through uh, some personal issues with my family, and um, I also got divorced. So a lot of things were coming together at the same time, and I was having, you know, just challenges with keeping myself emotionally stable and so forth. I had also put on a lot of weight and all of that due to the stress that I was under personally. So I said kind of like the same thing, this is enough. I can't keep living like this. I'm unhappy with myself. I don't like the way that I feel, how I look, etc." so I um, started delving into personal development courses and um, then I started working on myself and using mindset Um, I became a hypnotherapist so I took that course and that training and I just started using all these tools that I learned through my courses to help myself and at some point a lot of people that I was working with started asking me well how can I learn to do that? Why, why, I want, why can't I do that myself? You know, I want to do what you're doing. And so I then started actually becoming a teacher and a facilitator of courses that I was doing. And that's um, pretty much what I continue to do today. So I am a facilitator in um, different courses, um, online now, especially I used to do a lot more live events, but I've been doing that for now since 201. So I've been very involved with uh, doing courses and one-on-one sessions and group coaching and so forth. So great, that's great. my journey. <laughs> no,
2: it, it started like everybody else. We all start because of our own journey. That's how my journey started in the health field because of my own health journey. Then I became a holistic health practitioner. So you know, exactly. people that that teach you that even the valleys that you go through life can become your your peak of mountains later on. Okay. Exactly. But so exactly. even if you're going through a valley right now, even your history of how you became where you became, it teaches us how to deal with the stress right now because we're going through this valley right now with the stress with the moment. But that can be something that can be turned into your present, to your peak of the mountain. So tell us exactly. a little bit about. Let's go to the you know to the point. where we came here today? Tell us a little bit more how we can handle all this stress that coming at us.
3: Okay. Um, that. The easiest way, I think a lot of us, when we get upset, is that immediately we react. And so the best thing to do is rather than react, is actually like, I call it a countdown, to actually count down. My mother used to say, you know, 10 down to 1 and you feel like you just came down a few notches. So we need to actually practice that. Because she used to also tell me, it took you nine months to be born, so you have to be patient. Everything (laughs) of value takes time. So, you know, it's those lessons that I actually absorbed into my life that I've really practiced now, which is like to breathe. So I ground myself with breath and centering myself so that I, if I need to, I close my eyes so I'm not focused on what's out here, but rather, again, going within to connect with my source of power. And um, then I breathe a few times in and out, deep breaths and I exhale. If I'm also upset, I'll go ah, to really use the benefit of sound to let go of the emotions that I'm feeling if I'm very angry or saddened or something. So I think that that's very beneficial. Um, in my book itself, I talk a whole chapter on breath and <laughs> different ways of breathing styles that I learned also um, through yoga because I'm also a yoga teacher. And I found that that is very beneficial for bringing, you know, balance and calm to your physical state right away and to your mind as well. Because once you're breathing and if you do it at least for six breath cycles, immediately your mind starts to be calm, you know, and you actually feel yourself, you know, balanced so that the anger that was boiling up inside is, you know, at least down to simmer. (laughs) It's not going to boil over. So that's a very quick way with breath and with sound that you can activate, you know, yourself to be able to be calm. So some people use visualization too. So if you want to visualize a place, if uh, you want to visualize a place that's calming to you, like the mountains, scenery, or the ocean, that also adds to the experience so that when you close your eyes is something you could focus on. So you have a focal point in your mind helps. Yeah, it's amazing how something as simple as breathing,
1: how powerful that is. And I think a lot of people uh, kind of brush that aside as how could that possibly be so powerful, but it really is. And I like how you also added in with the sound, you know, how that is also a release because that's something that
3: a lot of people don't really
1: focus on or talk about. Exactly. We have yeah. to
3: release things, like you just said, because that's gets rid of the emotional charge that you're feeling, you know, the mm-hmm. anger. Yeah. And you notice when you're angry, you're, it's just, I call it like the te- the teapot or the kettle, that <laughs> it's just blowing off steam. So you want to <laughs> get to the point where you are actually just having a release, a way to let go of that steam. Yeah. So if you s- make a sound such as, ah, <sighs> also that open mouth, <sighs> Let's in the oxygenation and starts that process. And that's very, you know, very effective for healing your body. Yeah. Extra oxygenation when you're upset, just like with runners run and they're pumped yeah. up and they're breathing in and out of their mouth, it's because they're bringing more oxygen into their body, which helps all of the muscles run more efficiently, helps your brain also think if you get into brain fog. Mm-hmm. so it's really very beneficial. Like you just said, the breath is underestimated, in my opinion, <laughs> the benefits it is. I have a question asking
2: about the sounds. You're talking about the sound, how the sounds can calm me. But I know a lot of people that go to a big space out and they just scream as loud as they can with all their force. Is that really
3: releasing also all the anger, all the stress, all the, Absolutely. the, the heaviness? Absolutely. Because when you get mad, very often people think of, you know, they say... <laughs> Expellatives, let's just say some words That are not very pretty, so that's another Release, so when you're mad, that's it Definitely screaming is going to help You know, breathing, making sounds like "Ah, ah," You know, like when you're Frustrated, that's what you you Feel like doing, so I think the fact that You give it a chance to Be expressed is more beneficial Than repressing those emotions That's where the trouble starts When we hold on to repressed emotions A lot of a lot of problems can ensue from that. You know, a lot of people, when they're holding on to anger, that's when violence occurs, really.
1: And I have a, a new uh, diagnosis that I've come up with, and that's called emotionally constipated.
3: <laughs> I
1: love it. That's, that's what happens. a great title. That's the problem most people have. It's not exactly. anything else. It's just they're emotionally constipated. They're holding on. Exactly.
3: <laughs> holding on and not letting go. Yeah. Absolutely. True so true michelle and what can we do on a
2: daily basis because you know a stress is coming from many other many ways there's some that we create and some that like now that they're coming without you asking for it so exactly what can you do in your lifestyle so that you can within the stress the amount of stress that's coming from outside because i know that we can control but with our behavior and our habits that the the stress that we are bringing into our home and into our family but what about everything that is going on right now mostly is outside coming in okay so what can we do on a daily in a daily basis because you don't know when the outside is coming in you know when right. the stress for the outside right. coming in so so you be prepared to receive you know not to receive it but to deal with that amount of stress in a
3: healthier way right well as you said when it's coming from the outside within you know and and you feel like you're getting disturbed by the news that you see or things the feed that you see on the internet you know, you just got to shift as you would talk about, you shifting your focus. So you got to shift your focus and that shifts your mindset. So what I do is, you know, again, if it's too violent or too intense, the scenes that I'm experiencing and witnessing, I will actually then, you know, um, turn towards music. Because to me, that's very, um, something that's very balancing and soothing for myself. So I'll shift my focus and put on some music that's going to just change Automatically, my feelings change, you know, my outlook. So, you have to do something, as you said, from your something that's going to help you from within without to feel better. So, you've got to, for some people, for me, it's music, other people, it might be, you know, um, doodling you know, drawing, writing, some other creative thing that you could do if you play an instrument even better. You can play your, your guitar, play your drums. I play drums too. Um, so those kind of things are going to relieve your stress, that there's something physical that you can do. So again, bringing your mind out of worrying and out of, you know, being disturbed and going into something physical that's creative. So the creative process really takes you out of out of that um, that space that you were in, being upset and angry, especially something you can't control. Like you said, from, it comes from outside, you see it on the news or you're hearing it on the radio and what can you do about it? Nothing. So it's beyond your control. So you need to shift your focus into something you can control, which is your own thoughts. That's really what you're in charge of. That's really what's gonna benefit you is to shift your thoughts into something else. And it could be something creative, like I said, If you could do it physically, it would be even better. Something that you could do, writing, you know, journal, people journal for that reason, or like I said, color or doodle, things that they could do. If you're in a place, like you're in your car and there's nothing like that that you could do, then as I said, shift it to the music, to something that's going to help your mind get into a different space altogether so that your mind, again, raising your vibration as I call it. You know, your, your state of mind by raising your vibration to feel the music, to feeling better from within is going to help you to deal with the problems that are coming from the outside. And and how can we help also, you know, our
2: family, like our children, for example, our teenagers and our children? How can we help them deal yeah. with everything that is coming out yeah, children, as parents and as the adult in the house?
3: Right. The children don't understand help? everything that's going on, particularly with the shutdown Um and so I saw that a lot of young children were confused about, mommy, why we can't go back to school or why I can't see my friends. And and it's very hard for them to, to understand this whole pandemic lockdown mode. So for children, I think, again, the best thing is for, since they are so imaginative and they're really more in touch with that gift of their imagination that we have somehow lost sometimes, that have them tune into their imagination for them to go into the place where they can create, you know, their imaginary world. And for us, the best thing would be to return to that innocence and play along with them. You know, that's a time for more storytelling and that's a time to do things with them that help them to express like, what do you feel? Tell me what you think. How do you, how do you feel about this and talking to them and getting them to also express themselves is very helpful. So that they can use, like I said, the power of their imagination, and they'll find solutions. Because kids will tell themselves stories, and they'll make it so that there's a happy ending, <laughs> or that it works out. The problem works out for the the heroine of the story or the hero of the story. So kids are very creative that way, and that's something they teach us. <laughs> Especially as if the, if the parents are also,
1: I mean, because if the parents are gloom and doom and
3: listening to this all the time, then that's what the kids yeah. are going to pick up on. So absolutely, they pick yeah. up their fears for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I think it's something the family should do together. Like playing charades is a great way for you to get into your imagination with your kids. Playing those type of games that help you to remember, you know, what it's like to go back into innocence and for a little while take yourself away from you know the everyday world. And it's okay. It's okay to play. We all need time actually to be more, more playful and more um, filled with joy—that childlike joy inside of ourselves
2: the key to wellness, I believe. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely.
3: We just need to get in touch with our inner child also. Our inner child, that's right, connecting with your inner child, which we we forget to do because we're always so busy, but actually during this time, it's been, um, in a way, to our advantage if you've used it to your advantage to spend more quality time with your children to do those type of things that, you know, normally you wouldn't sit down and draw with them or do things like that, doing arts and crafts and things that baking a lot of people have been making um, a lot of friends of mine have been baking away (laughs) and that's actually how they have that as a stress release yeah
1: and put the devices away so that you actually have conversations exactly playful and and real human interaction with each other because that's the thing that my personal take is a big problem with uh, current parenting for a lot of parenting is that the parenting is passed on to the devices. and Virtual right. uh, babysitting. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I call it. Virtual exactly.
3: babysitting. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So and we miss out on a lot of golden opportunities to exactly. connect with our kids and provide
3: very important, significant life lessons.
1: So, I agree. Yeah. I
3: agree. I think that that's the time now to, like you said, get away from the digital practices and focus more on old-fashioned, you know, like teaching them how to play cards, teaching them how to play board games, teaching them how to do – other ways of using your imagination, like I said, charades, hide and seek. You could do a lot of things indoors actually. Yeah. And be creative. You know. Just tell me a story and let them, you know, come up with the story. You learn so much about what's
1: going on in their head and what are they focusing on when you do that? You know, just just listen to what they
3: have to say and exactly. you learn a lot. Yeah. I agree. That's very important. That's the key to communication, to keep good communication lines open with all the members of your family, really. And if you could have the other siblings participate and your spouse, you know, even better, you know. Yeah.
1: We are getting ready to roll into uh, some messages and we'll be right back after these. However, just before we roll into this, I want to just encourage you to come check out the Becoming Limitless Master Anxiety Facebook group. It's a private Facebook group that I'm running and uh, we have challenges and all kinds of good stuff in there. Um, And then we will be back after these messages to learn more about how do we (laughs) cope with and deal with and problem solve through these interesting times, let's just say that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline.
0: Visit Facebook.com forward slash voiceamerica insights dramatic weight loss coaching program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight the program features nine transformational individual sessions you'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation it's not a diet instead you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle visit insightscounselingcenter.com to find out more
5: Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness.
4: Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas.
0: Listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to Karin W at InsightsCounselingCenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K A R I N. Now, Back to Shift Happens.
1: We are making Shift Happens as we do every Tuesday here on Shift Happens. I am Karin Weary, your host, together with my co-host, Ida Sereno lee and we are talking today with Michelle Barriel about how do we handle these
2: interesting times. Yes, Michelle, yes. let us know how we're going to handle this interesting, and even after the times happen, because exactly. it's going to be a new normal, a new, a new way of doing things, a new way of right. thinking. So what do you think we should be doing now to prepare us for that time, and what and what do you think that they will be, or how they will look like?
3: <laughs> well, uh, I find that the best thing you could do is being uh, practice of being kind with yourself and others, especially is when you have to wait your turn, that we've been waiting in these long lines, and you know, being mindful of keeping our social distance because as businesses open up and more places, they still have to follow the CDC guidelines. So they still have to have, you know, their customers that come into the stores and so forth still have to be aware of social distancing and having their masks on and so forth to be able to come into the establishment. But I feel that a lot of people um, aren't very mindful of that and they just want to rush to get to, you know, whatever they need to do, run around, like before, you know, run around, run around, get their their errands, and they're not being, you know, careful with keeping their social distance. So I think the best thing is just to to speak up and let people know, you know, please, you know, move your cart back. You see the line to please stay in your space because everybody just, again, needs to be more respectful and keeping their boundaries so that if someone is doing their best to – only go out once a week to get the groceries for the family, maybe they have a compromise at home with an elderly parent or, you know, again, with a young child that may have a compromised uh, immune system or something like that, that people just need to be aware. You need to just, like, let them know, you know, I have to take care of others depending on me for coming here to do these errands, So, but I would appreciate it if you could just stay back there behind that line, sir, so that you are not so close to me. Please keep your distance. So you just have to let people know if they kind of forget (laughs) that they, even though the store is open and things have been returning to regular operating hours and things like that, that they just have to continue to follow the CDC guidelines so they can't just run in and, you know, as they say, take over (laughs) and sort of um, try to get to the things that they need to do first. So it's just a matter of being more patient with each other and being more mindful of those guidelines so that we all need to take our time and, and, you know, establish our boundaries as far as, you know, our distancing and so forth with other people. So I think that's very important for people just to speak up if they feel that someone is actually, you know, coming too close to them and, and it makes them feel fearful because that's really what it is. Everybody's fearful for, you know, themselves and their loved ones. So they're trying to Uh, stick to the guidelines and trying to do their best to to go out only when necessary and so forth so I think that that's very important for people to be aware of everybody's trying to do their best given the circumstances everybody's just trying to do their best to maintain the social distancing
2: that's awesome and um, what about uh, after everything let's say everything go back to normal because right now it seems like people are not paying attention of the fact that the that coronavirus is still there exactly. we're doing the marchings and we're doing all the other things that are necessary but at the same time people are not taking the the precautions that supposed to be taking you know right. so what else right. we can do in order to help us you know uh, deal with all this situation and the stress that's going on with it
3: well, again, I feel that people need to, um, even if they were protesting and so forth, as you said, but people need to just, if they're not keeping their distances, I think they should be wearing their face covering. And I think that they should also be using you know, hand sanitizers and regularly taking care to keep themselves as clean or germ-free as possible. And I think that that's very important, as well as also if they feel that they've had any contact with anybody that has had any type of um, symptoms that they should go and, and participate in the testing, you know, stations that are being provided now. Like now there's a more of an abundance of testing sites. So I think people should avail themselves of those services. But overall, I think that um, people need to focus uh, on what they do have and the things that, you know, that we take for granted because it, during this lockdown, we definitely took, you know, took, our freedom is away in a way for a lot of us. So the fact that we could come and go as we please, and we didn't have to be, you know, standing in lines to get access to uh, groceries and so forth. So it's a lot of time for like recollection of the things that we take for granted, like our freedom. So I think everybody needs to be more aware of the fact that we have this gift. It's a gift of freedom to come and go as we please. Now, again, entering back into that. So we just need to be more cautious, I think, just, um, enjoying our freedom, but again, no with, with its limitations now that we're having. And I think that's going to continue through the end of the year, probably, that uh, we're still going to have access to more things, more stores and businesses. But uh, I think that still it's going to be with a certain capacity limitation. So I think people need to be, again, more mindful of that and just um, be grateful for all the things that we do have that we are able to participate in.
2: What are the things that people that do suffer from mental health, like depression and anxiety, for example, what can they do to deal with everything that is going on now? What can they do at home or what they can do themselves, you know, besides taking their medication, of course, and they're probably of taking with their, with their
3: physician, but what can they do besides that? I think that people um, in general, if they suffer from anxiety and depression, Obviously, they are under usually a treatment plan with a psych- psychotherapist or psychologist. But I think for themselves, the same thing is to remain you know, calm as best they can and not let the anxiety build. So there's a lot of um, different stress techniques that I teach in my courses that helps people, as I just mentioned, the breathing Um, taking time to relax and nurture yourself every day, like a self-care routine. So people have a self-care routine for themselves where they take a few minutes of downtime to relax. Usually best also at the end of the day so that you're clearing your mind of all the worries that you've accumulated in the day. And then you actually do a routine to relax. Like you could read a book or you could do different, uh, like I said, breathing exercises. I teach some exercises where people are doing a ritual you know, letting go of all the things that they picked up from the day, even things that didn't belong to them. But somebody else that was triggered in your office or got upset, and you were a witness to that. But you picked up on those same feelings. How you have to just let them go because you have to say that they're not—they don't belong to you. You're just a witness of that particular person's um, frustration or them venting. So it's just kind of like raising your hands up, and then just saying and letting it go with a big whoosh sound so that way you're like flushing out your own system and you do that as you think of the person you can say their name you can talk about you know what it is that you i feel you know angry and i'm letting it go right now one two three and that way you can let it go and feel that if you need to do it more than once, I recommend that you do it as many times until you feel that clarity coming through in your body and you no longer have like that like ball, I call it, or in the pit of your stomach, that sensation of anger, or also if you're feeling afraid and you're feeling nervous about everything that's going on and, again, feeling helpless to do anything about it, you have to f- find a physical release, like raising your hands up, because that gives you that sense almost, if you think of it, of surrender. You know, when you're putting your hands up and bringing them down, and it completes the motion of, again, grounding yourself to the earth when you actually extend your fingers out towards the ground. So it's that's a, a technique for releasing. It's a very easy one, but it's one that helps people. And so I think people should do this at the end of their day to let go of everything that they picked up from, you know, throughout their day. You know, feelings from others, if you're sensitive to other people's feelings and just their own frustrations, You know, I think that's a good way to release it.
2: That sounds very good. I like to do the mental dumping where I write down everything that is in my mind because I have a very busy mind that doesn't want to shut down. Okay. So I have to, you know, write down everything. That's a good way too. At the end of the day, ideas, things are coming so that I can actually, you know, rest. Otherwise, I won't be able to rest. But my another question that I have is like, you know, that because of everything that is coming into our mind right now, we get bombarded with a lot of negative thoughts. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. we have over 60,000 uh, uh thoughts that comes in, in in through through our mind and and 90% of them are bad but now with everything that's going on it's look like 9999 percent are bad
3: Absolutely. so how Absolutely. can they
2: take those thoughts and and, and and remove it or change it or shift it
3: to a positive um, yeah with the, sh- the thoughts i call it well i you know them as affirmations so with a negative thought you turn it around you know you just give it a spin as they say so if you're thinking I feel angry because I cannot solve, you know, these problems that are occurring in the world. I feel out of control. You just turn it around and say, I am in control of myself, my own life, and I choose to feel happy or I choose to feel calm. You know, so you turn it around what you're what you're feeling that's coming up, especially in your in your gut, is usually where all our emotions lie. So when you're having those feelings inside your gut, then you just need to let them like bubble up and come up so that when you say things with your voice and use the power of your voice you're letting it go just by actually affirming I feel anger and I'm letting go and releasing this frustration that I feel about what's going on in the world and then you empower yourself by saying I I affirm that I am happy I am safe I have Everything that I need within myself and all my needs are divinely met. (laughs) So that's what I affirm. I do a lot of affirmations in the morning at the beginning of my day. And then you can also do them, like you said, at night. After you release the negative thoughts and feelings, you could do it as, like I said, a physical release. But also if you voice it out, that's empowering because you're really using your physical body, the element of your voice. And then the sound, and you're producing that to create, you know, an affirmation. And the affirmation is what, you know, the more you repeat things, like in hypnosis, everything is repetition, repetition to um, the person because that way it actually starts to program itself in their mind. The more like when we were children, how we learned things was nursery rhyme and songs. And the more you kept repeating that song to the child, the more they listened to it, they would learn. They would learn. They would learn. That's how a lot of their learning starts in the early years. So, the same with us, where you're just like retraining, relearning a new way of thinking. And that's very positive if you use the affirmations on a daily basis. You can write them, if you wish, first, and then read them back to yourself, you know, but always in a loud voice or saying it to yourself out loud is best.
2: Well, I agree totally with that because, uh, and especially the writing it down because there's a connection in the brain between writing and, and reading. So if you write it every day, even if you you don't, you can write the same ones every day, or you can have different one depending on how you're feeling and the situation right, or the thoughts right. that you need to to exchange. And, and like you said, you have to be repeated because those thoughts come repeatedly into your mind and it's exactly. cultivating those thoughts forever and ever. So the exactly. same thing have to do with the affirmations. You need to repeat it every single day and cultivate it over and over and over and over again. So it'd be, it be automatic. Then the next time, you know, three weeks from now, a month from now, 90 days from now, when the negative thoughts come in, automatically the other thought you don't have to actually be intentional about finding the affirmation and saying it. But your brain will automatically will be able to remember and take that out if you are repetitive with it. Exactly. It's
3: like if you imagine a plant and you're helping the plant to grow, well, initially the plant needs a lot of water. So the same thing, it's like putting, you're watering those thoughts, you're you're basically helping those positive thoughts to grow, you know, over the negative thoughts that are coming in through your ears, through your vision. So you actually are with your brain instead, you could think of that you're watering at night with your positive thoughts. And that's a way of even visualizing a cleansing of yourself is water is super cleansing everything so you could visualize water coming in and taking away all the negative thoughts out of your mind and your body and then you can actually begin with your affirmation so that you can feel that you are planting those seeds (laughs) instead of seeds of doubt you're planting positive seeds to bring in you know a new growth into your mind and and your body because your body really as they say your body uh believes what your mind perceives so that's really mm-hmm. a quote that they say all the time in in hypnosis because it's always about your body believes everything that pretty much is in yeah. your mind. Yeah,
1: and it makes it a lot easier if you shut down as much as possible of the negative toxic
3: stuff Absolutely. that's coming in from the outside. Absolutely. So yeah. Like you can picture a like fast. a little <laughs> you could picture like a like a little radio station back in when when you had a dial and you could just yep. turn it off, just say to your brain, okay, off <laughs> yeah and now yeah. you're going to put in some new material <laughs> yeah yeah
1: that one well, if you don't get the the negative material in the first place because pretty much know all that stuff is out there and and you know i highly recommend you know turn it all off and just go in and take a peek every once in a blue moon because it's more of the same and and then we don't have to do a, so much work to undo all the damage that's been done during the day. <laughs>
3: Absolutely. And, you know, if you if you have a faith of any sort, whether you believe in, you know, the power of prayer or meditation, I do both. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that having that inner source uh, really comforts you in times of trouble or, or difficult times. So I think if you connect to your inner wisdom and, and hold that space, yeah. That's going to help you a great deal. In the beginning of the day, I start my day that way, you know, with my my prayers and meditation, and then the closure for the end of the day for me is the same ritual. So it's it's creating a ritual, you know, in our morning ritual, and then an evening ritual is, is very very important. So yeah. that's going to bring you uh, stability in times of chaos, and it's also going to help you to be able to overcome. Yeah, you know, the yeah. feelings that are keep like you said festering, coming up and coming up all, all the time.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we are getting ready to roll into our last set of messages before we uh, wrap up the show for today. And so we will be back in just a couple of minutes with Michelle Barrio and Aida Serena Lee with more tips on how do we manage these times and um, stay in the best possible place mentally, which will, of course, then also put us in the best possible place physically so you're not going to want to miss the last part of this interview so we'll be right back
4: become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward
0: slash voice america Insights dramatic weight loss coaching program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. Listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at one 866 472 5792 That's one 866 472 5792 Or send an email to Karin W at Insights Counseling Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now Back to shift happens.
1: And welcome back everyone. Thank you for tuning in. And if you are just tuning in now, you want to go back and catch the beginnings because there are our guest today is Michelle Bayel and she has a lot of really great tips, practical tips that you can take and you can implement right here and now and every day uh, to just help cope with stress and life situations and current events, because we we need to do this all day, every day, and especially when times are really challenging. So my co-host today is Ida Serena Lee. So hey, Ida.
2: <laughs> hey, people. How are you doing? I just want to let my people know real quick that I started a new group. It's called Biohacking Tools for an Everlasting Health. I want you all to join because you're going to get these type of tips that we're getting here today. You're going to get it for your health, for your mind, for your spirit, and for your body and including yourselves because we have to start in the smallest unit of self before we go to the big picture. So we're going to be giving tips in that in that particular group, Biohacking Tools for an Everlasting Health. It's going to be in Facebook. So please oh, awesome. and join. So we today it. we have Ms. Michelle, and she's Thank
3: continuing you. to give us more tips. So what else do you have to give us today? I um, I wanted to address the physical health because um, a lot of people have been exercising more, which I think is great, at least in my area. I see a lot more people walking and running and with their families, biking and everything in the evenings when it's not so hot. Mm-hmm. And I think that's great that they are doing that. Um, I want them to continue to do that. I hope to still see people um, working out. Um, even though some of them are returning back to work and and maybe a regular schedule, it would be better to um, do this because actually sunlight, which is one of the best vitamins, full of vitamin D that we can get, and for our bone health, is going to be one way to continue to keep up a strong immune system. Um, And it's actually uh, usually a deficiency in women over 50 and also for a lot of workers that spend a lot of time indoors. That's one of the main reasons that they should definitely get outdoors um, at this time. And also, I would recommend that people continue to eat nutritious foods to stay healthy and to build their immune system with a good balance of fruits and vegetables, and particularly those with vitamin C, such as citrus, um, green leafy vegetables like kale and spinach are good sources of iron, and some animal proteins, preferably I do organic (laughs) whenever you can, and supplements to boost your system, as I mentioned, vitamin C, zinc and uh, fish oil with omega-3, 6, and 9 to keep, again, your immune system at an optimal level. So I think that those are very important. Um, when you're working from home, for those that are still working from home, to take breaks every two hours to just get up and stretch. You can stretch with your kiddos and pretend to be different animals um, and just doing different stretches on, a, on the floor on a yoga mat and uh, also to be able to spend time Balancing your time with your children if you're still working from home early in the a.m. or later in the evening by reading them you know, bedtime stories or even doing a children's meditation with them to keep them calm is very beneficial. So you can manage your stress in a lot of fun ways um, to diffuse the different levels of stress, different members of your family are feeling like we talked about earlier to do more Get rid of digital entertainment and focus more on, you know, playing charades, scavenger hunts, Simon Says, board games. With the different members that a lot of your uh, family members, even at different ages, they can all participate in those type of of games. So I think that um, creating more joy, using your creative um, intentions and your ideas to create a more balanced family life and focusing on those ways that you can help all of you to maintain physical health and mental health together, doing exercises together, is really, really very important for everyone. I think that that's going to be helpful for everyone as we come back to, what the, they call the new normal now, to be able to have um, a sense of you know, their family life being still connected and their family life to be balanced. So I think if you continue to Follow these ideas and tips that we're giving out today. I think it's very going to be beneficial for everyone um, to just simplify their lives, to prepare and plan more as you're going about your, your routines. That Things, again, may take longer. Things may be more challenging, but just as long as you're prepared mentally and you plan your time accordingly, then you won't feel upset when you have different um, challenges as you go about doing your normal errands and your routines as before. Just remember, there's no before. It's the new normal. <laughs> We're coming to a new time, and we need to think differently so that we can deal with the way things are now. <laughs> yes. Instead of having regrets of the past, just shift and move into the fact that it's now new. It's new, a new way of being, a new way of living, and that's what we have to focus on instead of choosing to stay stuck in the past. <laughs>
2: Sometimes I feel that this break that we got with the quarantine and the pandemic and everything, even though there's a lot of negativity, there's also a lot of positivity because it gives us family back. It gives us unity back. It gives us time for our children back. Exactly. It gives us creativity back. Uh, Some people are taking more care of their health. That's uh, things that are coming back. The key is now that you got that back, how to keep it back when we come back to to what we think is the normal, normal, you know what I'm saying? When we are, uh, back into regular routine how you whatever you build up now in this time of quarantine with your children exactly. with your spouse with your family how to keep it and sustain exactly. it after after the quarantine is over after covid is, uh, is i agree over, i think will be if the, people the, are the-
3: are doing that now because they've had more time as you said at home to create different routines for their families and then if they can also continue to to play together and and exercise together and cook together, that really creates a a deeper relationship and bond with all the family members. And um, friends that I know, they actually took up dieting at this time because, again, they had more time to spend taking care of themselves. So they became, you know, uh, now focusing more on their health to build up their immune system. So now they changed completely their lifestyle and became like um, focused on eating more fruits and vegetables and and, um, changing from mostly different types of animal proteins to more like chicken or fish. So they're just changing. People are changing. And I think overall, if they're focused, as you said, in a positive way, it's going to be good for everyone just to focus on making the changes the right way. They're even managing
2: their money better now yeah because now you used to <laughs> that's right. money. like for example myself i'm talking about my case in my house my husband used to work all this type of overtime so that we can have extra money you know there you go and now we are not lacking absolutely anything and we're managing perfectly and i'm loving the fact that he's not working overtime that i say because when he worked in that overtime that many overtime he was when when he was in the house he was resting because he needed the rest now yeah, he's actually awake in the house <laughs> There yeah. you go. And I can enjoy them,
3: you know. Yeah, so right. that's, that's wonderful. Kind of it's such it? a blessing,
2: you know, Absolutely. this
3: time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that's awesome. And what I've told my friends is a lot of them that I'm like, look, go shopping in your closets instead. Find what you didn't know you had way out there in the back, and recycle it. You know, use it, donate it, something. But just there's a lot of things that we take for granted that we actually have an abundance of things in our homes and in our lives. And I think it's like redistribute the wealth, you know, the same thing when I was receiving food, if I found there was extra food or extra thing, I'd call my friends like, Hey, look, they have this special here. Yeah. They have the food here. Do you want me to pick up some for you? Okay. And then if they found something in another area, they'd, they'd pick up something for me and we'd actually exchange, we'd come together to exchange our, our abundance of food and extra things that we found that, you know, our friends were maybe in another store and, didn't find it so we would come together and actually share the resources so i that think that's a awesome. good thing and it was a good time
2: also for for deep cleanup and 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 <laughs> you know all these people that that wore a lot of different things be able to give away to garage sales and that's and stuff right like that. clean <laughs> that's up right. the closets and the drawers and stuff like that this was the perfect time absolutely absolutely
3: recycling is key <laughs>
2: distribute and the, the resources <laughs> And also help you, your mental health, when you organize and you know where everything is. Right. You know, not also create a, a better and clear, less toxic environment, but for your mind also, keep Everything organized, and then you uh, better deal with it because if you have you having some in a place that is all you know, uh, all messy and stuff like that, plus everything that is coming from the outside, there's the a stress is even greater. But if you are you know, have everything that's coming from the outside, but when you come in, everything is clear and it's beautiful, and 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 you know, you get to relax in that exactly. environment, and you're exactly. able to thrive.
1: I'm exactly. still working on that part, Ida. <laughs> <laughs>
3: But but she's right. You know, if you clear up your clutter, your physical clutter, like in your garages and stuff like that, or sometimes people have a junk room, you know, and they throw everything in there. And if you just clear up the clutter, then it also clears up your mind, too. It actually frees up your mind that you're not worrying about. Every time you open the door, oh, what am I going to do with all this stuff? Or what? I need to repair that, or I need to, you know... My yeah. motto was you know, ditch it <laughs> or mm-hmm. donate it or you know, just something like that that you always have to find a place for everything so that you're not draining your mental energy worrying about things that right, you know, doesn't make any sense to do that.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: No, yeah, no kidding.
2: <laughs> so Michelle, what tools do you have to help people in in you know with our mind and with their stress and stuff like that?
3: Products. Uh, I have um well, I mentioned earlier a book that I did one of the exercises that I talk about in my book for stress release, and the um, the link to my book is actually called, I'll just say it here, it's www.tinyurl.com um, and forward slash seven um, elements of total health. So the name of my book is Seven Elements of Total Health, and in each of the chapters it breaks down the different ways that you can use physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually that you can bring yourself into balance, into health. And I put that
2: link for for her book in our uh, page. Okay. It's okay. in our page in the announcement for the show of today where people can go and hear the show. They're going to they're gonna have the link right there. Okay.
3: So if you
1: want to. It's just Facebook page Ida's okay. talking about. Yes, ma'am.
2: Yep. Awesome.
3: Mm-hmm. Awesome. And then I have a free report that if anybody goes to my website at www.healingheartsandminds.com Um, I have a report uh, called uh, Seven Simple Stress Stoppers on a little bit of what we talked about today, but there was more and more resources for you. So it's uh, also called tinyurl.com, Seven Simple Stress Stoppers. So you can sign up and you'll get a free copy of that report from my website.
1: Excellent. So do you want to real quick uh, mention what it was that you are doing right now and
2: then... Me right now, I'm I'm, I'm opening a, a group. It's called Biohacking Tools for an Everlasting Health. That group, I'm going to be teaching guy, uh, guys every type of tips and hacks that you need in order for you to keep your mind, your body, and your and your spirit healthy. And awesome. I'm going to be bringing people that are specialized in the different areas to be able to speak on it. And you're going to get tools. You're going to get a. Uh, 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 challenges and books, recipes, and all this kind of information. So again, is nice. in Facebook. It's a call. Biohacking tools for an everlasting health. Excellent.
1: And nice. so with that, I want to just thank Michelle Barrio for being on here today, being our amazing thank guest you. with lots of tools and tips for how to deal with this. And as you know, uh, with this, you all have special unique talents that you are here on this planet earth right now to share. And this is what we highlight here on the show. So when you take these tools and you use them, you will go out there and shine your beautiful inner light and share these tools with everybody else that are unique to you that we need in this world right now. So we will see you next Tuesday. And until then, Go ahead and just be you.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to Shift Happens. Please join host Karen Weary, Ida Serena Lee, and John Kennedy for another edition of our program next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We wish you continued success as you discover the true you.